Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, your mom, joined as always by your dad. Hi. Hi, your dad. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Welcome back to the household after our exciting trip this week. Yes, it was super exciting. Oh, my I am, God. I am a quiver still from the excitement. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I do want to start off with an apology. I was listening to the podcast last week because I do listen to all of our podcasts after we we Why release do you them. do that to yourself? Well, to spot check myself, and I was like, crap, Jared Dad sounds really quiet last week. I need to tell him to be closer to the mic, but he was so close to the mic. I was being sensitive. No, I just how's, didn't record your channel. How's, how's it going? I'm just being more quiet today. I, Ooh, hey. I screwed up. I only recorded my hey. microphone, uh, and that's because I had, for the previous week, I had recorded like an extra update or something. I don't even know what happened, but I didn't get Jared recorded right, so. I am not casting any stones because I don't know how any of this equipment works. It's just a bunch of knobs and dials to me, so you're doing a great job. It does look very fancy. There's and a lot of wires and stuff. I, I'm just saying, I have contributed nothing to this, so I'm not criticizing at all. If you, like, forget to push the right button, I don't know. I don't care. Thank you. You look very good at this. We're an amateur podcast, everybody. I am a not even an amateur podcast. I'm just, like, the guy on the couch. Hey, hey, you're doing do great it. job, boss. You're doing great, <laughs> boss. <laughs> so uh, let's see. This week, we did our live show in Chicago, which is mostly was, what we're going to be talking about. That's cool. But the cocktail of the week is... <clears throat> All right. So you guys, you don't have to bring us presents, but a lot of you brought us presents. And we got home last night, which we'll talk about. And we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bottles of liquor. It was like instant liquor cabinet. Oh, my God. I have not been even able to drink it all yet. No. In fact, Jair Dad, like when I say, oh, let's taste what's in this bottle, I take this tiny little just like little sip just to taste it. <laughs> Jair Dad pours himself a full shot of it. So we had eight bottles, bottles of liquor. Now, one is a bottle of wine. which I am a lot bigger happen. than you. So I'm like... All right, people gave us this like coconut pineapple thing and he pours himself like a full shot of it. All right, we have a bottle of rum and two bottles of bourbon. He pours himself a shot of each of those. That was the unit. Then there's a bottle of like chrysanthemum honey liqueur that's in there. So Jared had like six shots of stuff. I mean, over a... An hour. <laughs> it doesn't sound oh my God. impressive over an anymore. <laughs> hour, which means actually 20 minutes. Which was in this band of an hour. Felt like an hour. Uh, but the thing that we ended with, I think, is our favorite thing, which is uh, mead. So uh, I'm sorry, I don't have everybody's cards and stuff sorted in front of me. But uh, somebody brought me, I think her brother owns maybe Second City Meadery. They make mead, which is like honey fermented into a beer-like like thing 11 percent alcohol i think the vikings did it old english yeah it's like super classic and i don't even th like i had read a lot about mead as a person who keeps bees and was like what am i going to do with all my honey which i actually never get because my bees yes. always die True. um but anyway so he owns second city meadery and she brought us a bottle of wake up barrel project number two coffee mead aged in a chicago distilling company blind tiger whiskey barrel this stuff is delicious. Let me just take a little sip of that. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you taking a full shot? What's the matter with I you? I just take sips. Do you want to sip of that, Jared? How can you taste it if it's not it's a full shot? Very good. Uh, it definitely tastes like honey, but it's not super sweet. It's got a little coffee undertone to it. Oh, yeah. I, like, I really like it. It's not overly coffee flavored. No, there's great. just a hint. 
It's not bitter at all. It just takes some of the sweet out. And and unlike other meads I've had, this really just isn't afraid to have keep a lot of the honey in there. I it's love delicious. the sweet. It's like kind of like a uh, mint julep where I'm like, oh, like I candy. like the sugar. Yeah. This is super sweet, and it's not. It has a slight. I mean, it looks like beer. But it's not sickly sweet like like some I drink cider a lot yeah. and there's some ciders where it's like a Jolly Rancher and it's just like oh geez like I'm overpowered like this isn't sweet like that like it's got a dryness to it no it's it's very well balanced it's really it's good very well done and I've had meads before that are they always felt a little gimmicky because they weren't they, they they I think they fermented out all the honey sweetness made mm. alcohol out of it or yeah. something I mean it just or put too much hops in there it didn't work. I don't even know if you put hops in mead, to be honest, but uh, you shouldn't. It didn't work the way this. This is just great. It's very it's really good, tasty, and I could see why. You know, if you're fighting with this stuff, you like fight like a berserker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much. This is our cocktail of the week, the Second City Meadery. Wake up! Uh, but they make a whole bunch of different meads. Uh, so if you're in Chicago, look for it. It's really good. Yeah. And uh, bright future for these folks. And I, you know, as I discussed with some people on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, I don't like warm cocktails pretty much in any form. Mm -hmm. But if you are a person who likes mulled ciders or oh, this would be right mulled up your wine, eyes. I bet this could be really good in like a warm drink as well. Um, but we drink it cold and it's delicious. So comes yeah. our cocktail of the week. But you don't have to freeze it to get the flavor away, right? You can actually taste right. this. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be experimenting over the next week or so to try to come up with a new cocktail of the week with some of the other liquor that people brought us, which is really nice. Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum Not honey. Not just a tongue twister anymore. Indeed. Uh, so we'll talk more in depth about that once I make something with it. But once thank I you. Once I sober up. <laughs> your dad's doing pretty fine today none of the bottles are empty yet no 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 you so just had a taste of everything disappointed in myself bigger I'm, taste than me i've had like 24 hours and i haven't finished anything. <laughs> this stupid life gets in the way of my alcoholism yeah thank god Ugh. uh so anyway yeah we did the live show in chicago we're mm -hmm. recording on sunday because i'm going to korea this week and so yeah uh we won't be able to record i'm otherwise. still on a bit of a buzz from the live show the live shows are so intense they so really great. are it's so nice so for this one here's my schedule this week so i went to new york last thursday for an event i was so i flew up in the morning i flew back in the evening and then the show was Saturday in Chicago. So our plan was drive 12 hours on Friday to get to Chicago, get in at like midnight, uh, do the show on Saturday, drive 12 hours home on Sunday. And then I would have one day at home to pack because Tuesday I'm going to Korea. Uh, I leave Tuesday afternoon. I arrive Wednesday afternoon because it's a 15 hour flight, giving a talk on Thursday morning. And then I fly back on Thursday. This sounds like a lot. It's terrible. I'm very stressed. I get home on. Sounds like a lot of driving too. Yeah, well, we'll get there. Uh, so I'm basically spending three days on this Korea trip. I'll be in Korea for less than a day. Uh, I'm home for all of Friday. And then Saturday, we're going back to Chicago for the yeah. marathon. We, yeah, this is the amateurness Ugh. of our of our, I really, I'm good at project. logistics, but I screwed this one up. You know, we're not, we're not doing this professionally. But we, we really thought when we booked the Chicago show that it was the Saturday before the Sunday of the uh, Chicago Marathon. So we'll just we both, have like a weekend. We both had October 6th on the calendar as the Chicago Marathon for some reason. And then yeah. when we booked, the, after we booked the show, we realized 
We were a week off. The marathon is the following weekend, so. The following weekend, and marathon's always before Columbus Day, but we kind of didn't know where Columbus Day was this year either. Oh my gosh, so. variable. So yeah, New York, Chicago show, three days in Korea, back to Chicago for the marathon, and then I'm actually, the marathon's on Sunday, and Sunday night, I'm flying out of Chicago to Phoenix for another work thing. Phoenix, as one does. Oh my God, so it's, it's sort of 12 days in a row that were very stressful, and uh, especially that 12-hour drive to Chicago and back, uh, if I drive more than like eight hours, I tend to get migraines. I mean, I get migraines not as often as I used to, but still pretty frequently and very Cause of, easily. Because me. Because uh, after you met yeah. me, it went way down. Let's say that. Good job, dear dad. I'm, I'm saying, I'm already <laughs> saying that. Um, I'm but a medical miracle. <laughs> if we drive for a long time, I get migraines. It's hard to pay attention. Like, it's, it's sort of dangerous to drive more than like 10 hours. Like, it's just hard to stay focused and pay attention. So I was not looking forward to that. Um, And some of you know that I have been taking flying lessons uh, with the idea that it would be great to be able to fly us back and forth to the Keys instead of having to drive the 20 hours down to the Keys. Because we're not going to fly a commercial with the girls. They're not going under the plane. They're not going in the hole. That's just terrible. Terrifies me. Terrible, terrible, terrible. so yeah, wouldn't that be great if we could put the dogs in there? Uh, I have I'm very far from being done with my pilot's training, let alone for the kind the size of plane that I would need to fit two humans and five dogs. So uh, that said, I know some people who are pilots. I know some people that I can talk to about things, and I was like, my life would be way better if we could just fly to Chicago. And so I talked to. It's nice to have friends. Mm-hmm. I talked to my friend Jordan. And Jordan sort of made this happen for us. And he's like, I want this to happen for you. And so uh, we did pay some money, but we also did some pictures and they're going to do some social media stuff. And we pulled some favors and whatever. And uh, basically, we put the dogs on a private plane and we all flew to Chicago. And it was the most amazing thing ever. Found a crew that was heading there anyway kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. This is not someone I we posted on this today on social media. I posted the pictures and someone's like, what do you all do for a living? And the answer is not anything that lets us pay for a pli- private jet. No. Uh, that would be I mean, I do some cool stuff, but I am not a Kardashian. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Yeah. So this also is not like a permanent setup. Like some people oh are like, God. oh, now you can come to California. Now I can do this. No, guys, this was a one time, like the one time in our life that we get to fly in a private plane. No, and, uh, it, and it didn't happen because it would, like other things had to fall through. They had to have like a plane that needed to be returned. It was a big thing. Yeah. It was it was a, a, like a lot of things came together. Yes. Uh, so that was great. I am glad that this worked out. I mean, there were people getting sick in the process. Like, yeah. yeah. We didn't cause that, but but we took advantage of it. So anyway, yeah, it sort of worked out for us. And uh, so on Friday, instead of driving for 12 hours, we went to Dulles and we went to the private plane terminal. And here's how you fly on somebody's plane. You walk in and you get on the plane and you leave. No, no. In the middle part, you have like five dogs parading through this little terminal. And everyone goes, whoa, awesome. Hi, dogs. dogs. Hi, dogs. Let's help you get those on the plane. And then they talk about like stories of other dogs (laughs) they've had in the terminal. Yeah. And uh, they're like, but we've never had this many. That's a pretty common refrain. Uh, We were walking over to the plane and they're like, it's going to be a little bit of a tight fit. And I'm like, my dude, we'll put them on our laps. We put, <laughs> like, we put them in one Jeep. 
sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. So it was kind of tight though. It was like putting, it was very tight. Putting them in a hot dog wrapper. Yes, it was like we were all in a hot tub together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was a sort of six passenger thing, but of course, so it was set up where there was like a bench across the back, two seats facing that, and then two seats facing forward. Yeah. Hops was great. Like got on the back bench. We managed to get uh, Vink up there also. Uh, but it's hard for them to sit like in a bucket seat, right? Like, like in a car. Yeah. Uh, and so Riley and Jasmine laid sort of on the floor in the back part. And then Queso laid in the aisle in the front part. And she fills up the entire aisle. Like both her shoulders touch the seats. She's yes. wide enough and the aisle is narrow enough. Yeah. yeah. This was not like a private plane that you see on Instagram with people like. You can't stand up. Lounging. and lo- No, you can't stand up. There's no like tables or anything like I don't, yeah. we didn't have, no, I don't think they were. It feels a little bit more like a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> it was very small, uh, but it, oh my God, it was amazing. So fast. So fast. And so uh, instead of driving all day, we just flew for a couple hours, landed at Midway, uh, rented a car there, rented a minivan where we like smooshed all the seats yeah, down. Yeah, we were like more crowded, almost more crowded in the minivan. <laughs> more crowded in the plane than in the minivan. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true. Yeah, but it was equally kind of like the minivan wasn't a big relaxation either. No, uh, it was the same deal, actually. Hops and Vink on the back back seat and then everybody else kind of spread out on the floor around Smushing. the stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we have a decent amount of stuff that we need to bring for the show. We need the puppy gates and the rug and the shark. the shark. And then, you know, we had luggage with the dog's food and then our clothes and stuff. And uh, but it was pretty amazing. And Hops just took to this like. This is how I always need to fly. I will take this bench. Thank she, you. I'll just spread myself out here. To, she was super relaxed. Please open the shades. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, everybody was actually really relaxed on the plane. Riley was a little, he gets a little anxious when he gets ordered around. And uh, laid upon by Jasmine. Or she, I mean, I think he's kind of used to that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is sometimes why he's like in the background in some of the pictures. Cause I'm like, come here everybody. And he's like, Oh no. And he runs away. Even if I say it very gentle. Yeah, like he thinks everything's a trap. Yeah. Uh, So he was a little nervous getting on the plane, but he was fine. He just kind of tucked himself in a corner. Yeah. Um, Takeoff and landing, they didn't really notice. I mean, nothing different there than just sitting on the plane. They were very... It was just like riding in the car for them. Travel better than children. Oh, for sure. Nobody cried or needed bubblegum. No, nobody did anything. They just kind of laid around. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, the most drama was like somebody trying to turn around or change positions where it was right. a little cramped. Okay, so turning around in the aisle is a production. <laughs> <laughs> Takes some butt moving. Uh, but it was really awesome. So, yeah, not a not a thing that we're going to do permanently in our life. That was, I think, a one-time thing. Um, but I was talking to the pilots on – it was the same pilots who took us back and uh, – I was like, yeah, you know, I've been taking flying lessons, you know, with the hope of doing this. They're like, oh, how far are you? And I'm like, three hours. <laughs> I, have, I have three hours of flying time. I think you need like 40 as like a bare minimum to qualify. And he's like, oh, if you're going to be flying back to the Keys, you really need like a, a two engine prop. And I was like, okay, my dude, like I can't fly my little <laughs> Piper right now. Uh, not mine. I can't fly the little Piper at the airport right now. And the so. jet is like, it's like a commercial airliner shrunk down. I mean, it's got yeah. two jet engines, and it goes 600 miles an hour. Yeah, it was so fast. It flies 40,000 feet up. It's so much like a real airliner, except so small. So yeah, I mean, small. the experience was just like being in a regular plane, but more cramped. Yeah. 
Uh, but like with a business class seat. It feels faster. Yeah, and you don't have any like jerk in the middle, like stealing your armrest. I don't know. There was some jerk. <laughs> oh, never mind. Queso? <laughs> never mind. They were all fine. We weren't sitting, G, your dad and I weren't sitting next to each other. He had Queso in the front, and I had the other four dogs yeah, kind no, of in the I back. I was trying to find a way to make you the jerk, but that doesn't really fit. Nope, nope. <laughs> 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 um, so that really made our weekend nice. So we actually flew home. We did the show Saturday afternoon. The show is at 2, and we flew home Saturday night. So we got home at like 11.30 last night, which was really nice. Yeah. So that was our like epic lifetime adventure. And uh, I mean, the most amazing part to me, obviously, like it's super cool to be able to do that. Like that's not uh, we are not of the life where you fly in private jets. But uh, the most amazing part was just like Queso sitting up front and like this dog who her people didn't want her and they kept her locked in the backyard. Now she's like flying on a private plane (laughs) to do a stage show to meet hundreds of adoring fans. Like the lap of luxury, it it literally is like the modern fairy tale where you go out of like neglect yeah. and abuse into uh, like superstar Stardom. on a on a private plane to yeah. just get loved by everybody. Like that's pretty amazing. Although I gotta say, during the stage show, she fell right asleep. She, she came out on stage, laid down, and went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> she does a lot for her art. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was the travel part, which was very exciting. Everybody was, it, there really wasn't any difference than taking them in the car. They didn't, they didn't notice much. Yeah, of a except it was two hours instead of twelve each way. Oh, so good. So in a yeah. way, it's had to be less, even if it was a little bit uncramped for them, less stressful. Much less stressful. Twelve hours in the car. Yeah. yeah. No, that was great. Uh, so that was the travel part. The show was at the Athenaeum Theater, which was, uh, all right. So the theater was amazing. Uh, the staff there was really incredible. They have like, like top to bottom. Bal- like they have a balcony for seating, but they also have the side balconies, like for where Lincoln. The was. little boxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! It was, it was cool. Like VIP. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, it was amazing. I mean, Whoa. like old school theater, like velvet seats and like perfect acoustics and like yeah. arches and it's beautiful. Yeah gilded ceiling motifs i mean it was it was the whole package it was really fantastic uh the staff was really good so the their marketing guy has his own dog with an instagram called canine citizen like kane k-a-n-e uh and was he there i don't think he he was there yeah we met him like at the very beginning when we got out of the car he's not yellow lab yeah 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 um so we got to meet him but he's a bit hyper a little grumpy. He was on his way home, I think. A little grumpy. He's like, who are all these crazy dogs coming up to me? Yeah, he's just jealous. He couldn't be there. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, every single person we worked with at the theater was so professional, so good. Yeah. Uh, it was really really a great experience. And, and they, like, really cared about all the people coming. Like, at some point before the show, their box office manager came back, and they're like, so we held eight tickets for you just in case you need them for anything. And they're right up front. Do you need them for anything? And I'm like, nope. Like my mom came, I had separate tickets reserved for her. And she's like, I think there's just some people who'd be really happy to come sit further up. And I'm like, great. So she, but she like came to me to be like, if you don't want those, I will make some fans happy and let them sit closer to the front. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Everything was great. And like during the show, like, like my computer wasn't working at first. And uh, the, the like HDMI cable it worked on theirs and it didn't work on mine. They just put everything on their computer. 
yeah, the clicker like had some interference in the show and they like, the, the staff all like moved the computer out onto the stage like while we were presenting. Yeah, it was stuff. like ro- having roadies. They were so helpful. And it so, was they really so great. knew what they were doing. They had like a, you know, some other show that night. They were like, they had to break down the stage afterwards. And yeah, they're so, they're very good. Yeah, so Hobson Vink destroyed a shark again as soon as we came out <laughs> on stage. We don't plan this. No, it's just we put the shark out there and uh, they destroyed it. It was the one that we got as a present in the last Rockville show that we brought. And uh, and they like, the theater people like swept up all the exploded floof afterwards. I'm like, guys, so you nice. don't have to do that. And they're like, it's okay, it's cool, we're here to help. The whole shark's worth of guts and, and they just took care of it. Yeah, it was so like working with them was great uh and they do a ton of live podcasts and stuff like it's a pretty popular theater so we had a great time with them um we had good as gold which is the golden retriever rescue group for the chicago area come at the beginning totally arranged by a fan who like followed us on twitter and was like hey are you having a golden rescue group come and i was like i don't know like i was gonna talk to as good as gold but i haven't got around to it and she's like well i'll talk to someone there and then they like put it in their newsletter and then I was like, oh, I should make sure the theater is okay with this. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's cool. And, like, the theater talked to them, and they raised $1,100. They gave us cookies. And they gave us cookies and, oh, those eclairs. Those were really good. Eclairs. Um, they gave us some presents. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was good. We raised a bunch of money for them ahead of time. Show went great, just like the normal shows, except bigger, with which Gideon. was very exciting. Yeah, and we had Gideon from I've Pet That Dog come. Uh, so he came with his mom and his two brothers and, uh, they hung out with us backstage and Queso like totally loved him. He sat on the floor with Queso and pet her. Um, and then he was on stage for the dog opening part and he was really fun. He's an impressive young man. Yeah, he is. And it was interesting because like, uh, I had been talking with his mom, right? So I just messaged the, I've pet this dog account and I was like, Hey Gideon, like, I probably should talk to your mom about this, but it was months ago. We're doing this live show in Chicago. M- minors can't contract. Yeah, I know you're in uh, in Iowa. Do you, if you'd like to come to the li- live show, it'd be great. You know, we'll you know pay your travel expenses and whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I was talking with his mom, and I di- you know I knew that he had to have an adult. He's 11, right? So I knew he had an adult who would kind of help him with stuff. But I was like, how much is it? Gideon kind of creating this content and whatever versus mom or somebody else like taking pictures is she just writing all the stuff and Gideon's just in it you you see enough movies about like Hollywood stage moms or dance moms or whatever where it's like the parents project right yeah um and this was amazing so they were backstage with us and it's like okay you're gonna post that you like pet all the dogs oh yeah we're gonna do it and and uh his mom was like so what do you want the the post to be and he's like well i think it should be a thread and i think you know we'll have a thing about each dog and a picture of each dog and he's like i should ask some questions about each dog and he's like you know what's each one's most interesting characteristic and you know what's ever done anything crazy and i mean he just has great little questions he asked all the questions and like mom took some notes for him uh he talked about how to put it together she took the picture so you probably saw the picture we posted of like the five dogs and me and jared had and gideon which was great she took the picture i mean obviously someone's taking the picture of him with the dogs uh but he really like writes all the text i think she types it in but he basically writes it and looks at how it's supposed to fit together like it's i mean you just you just forget when you're older how smart kids are yeah 11 is real smart you were like a freaking prodigy too you were 11 you were probably like 
I don't know, saving the world one way or the other, too. I mean, he's just doing stuff. He, he did a great job and yeah, really knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just, like, listening to him talk about it, it's like you get how the platform works. Like, you get what makes interesting content. Yeah. And this isn't mom writing it for him. Like, it's really not at all. She, her she, kind of she helping She transcribes, him, but she basically. does not draft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he's 11, so she'll be like, what do you want it to say? And, uh, you know, he'll kind sure. of say she the thing. She does the logistics, right? She, yeah. She, 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 you know, keeps him on track, but he's, it's his idea and it's his. Execution. Everything is him. Yeah. It's, it's right. great. It's really good. Um, so that was pretty cool. And he was on stage and like super charming and <sighs> fun to have up there and everybody loved him. He's a natural. He, he really, really is. is. If he wants, whatever he wants to do, if he wants to do it in presenting and show business, he'll do great. Yeah. And he, he said, uh, cause I was like, Oh, have you been on stage before? And he's like, well, I've been on stage, like basically for school plays. This is the first time I'm going on stage for I've Pet That Dog. Yeah, he's so natural. He, he is. really is. Like, he's done, he did some stuff with Matt from We Write Dogs, uh, like, on TV before. But I guess this was his first stage show. You wouldn't, you would never know it, though. No, the kid he's is. really comfortable. He's, he's, he's going to do great things. Yeah. So I mean, he already was, is doing great things. Right? He has, he's going to keep doing it. I'm like, look, he has way more Twitter followers than us. And I thought he had, like, 150,000. He has, like, 350,000 Twitter followers. I mean, that's not a great metric. You know, we have quality. <laughs> the depth of love he's, is is hard to measure. Twitter doesn't measure that, you know, for us. He's not insulting your depth or love, Gideon. I'm I'm praising the depth and love <laughs> of the Golden Ratio for fans. Let me be clear here. Yeah. I wouldn't trade you guys for 800,000 others. Oh, that's very nice. I wouldn't either. It's true. Um, so, yeah, the show was great. And then we uh, we did a meetup after, like we've done with the Rockville shows. We brought the dogs out front. It was supposed to start raining right when the show was over. And so we were like, all right, well, we're going to try to stick around for an hour and let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and we were there for about two hours. We got to see everybody. Stay dry. Yeah, and it didn't rain. Um, and so we met a ton of people. <laughs> the dogs crisscrossed this like jam-packed crowd of people. It was very interesting. And they funny. smashed some landscaping you in know, front of the theater. Sorry, sorry, theater. We we may owe you for some bushes. Yeah, if you uh, if you need to replace some of that, let us know, and we'll send you some money. Um, <laughs> Ser- seriously, people have offered to chip in to replace the landscaping, though. A lot of it was fans climbing into the landscaping to pet the dogs <laughs> as opposed to the dogs tramping it themselves. It's true. Although by the number of burrs and hoppers fur, she did find some bushes. Yes, she did. We were still pulling those out this morning. Yep. Um, so it was great. I mean, we love meeting all of you. And, uh, you know, we know we see like the hardcore fans who wait in line to talk to us. But it's so nice to like hear that uh, that we bring this joy that we're trying to bring to people. We're just trying to share these the, these dogs with people. It's really nice that people like it, and we want to keep doing that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, it makes us feel good, and uh, a bunch of people cried. I told my mom, I'm like, yeah. She's like, how is – my mom came to the show, but she left right after, and she was like, how is the meetup? And I was like, good. I'm like, a bunch of people cried. She's like, why did they cry? And she, I'm like, mom, mom. is so mom. She's such a mom. Because they love me, and they're happy to meet me. And she's like, oh. <laughs> That's huh. interesting. <laughs> That's not true. As your mother, what's that like? <laughs> I'm kidding too. But. No, she was. Uh, she got it, but it was funny. She's like, "Why were they crying?" And I'm like, "Cause I'm awesome, mom." They were overwhelmed. <laughs> it was. It was more when they were petting the dogs than when they were petting you. But I could see the reaction with you. Too. Nobody pet me, for what it's worth. I, I did give a lot of hugs, though. That's the human equivalent of yeah, pet to pet. Uh, so no, it was amazing. 
and uh, I I have a goal to put together a thread of all the stuff uh, because people took a ton of cool pictures. So I might do that like when I'm on the plane to Korea since I have 15 freaking hours on Tuesday. Boy, would I be sleeping and not working on the plane. Yeah. Oh. I'd be like, oh, my God, I slept for 15 hours. <laughs> what happened? Should be interesting. Uh, so anyway, that is the live show. It was awesome. It was energizing. Uh, people brought us lots of presents, too. So we came home. Yeah. They, they had left a table out front for us. And so people were, you know, we had taken some presents from people, put them on there. And then at one point, I had been walking around with one of the dogs, and I walked back to the table, and there's all this stuff on there, including three Blauhais, three <laughs> of the Ikea sharks. <laughs> I saw one person with one, but there were obviously others. And so we have Blauhais number six, seven, and eight all ready for slaughter. I mean, you all are very generous. It it's was like so nice. There are weddings that have fewer gifts. We got fewer gifts at our wedding. Yeah, well, we, we just try to tell people, no, but, you know, yeah, as a, yeah. As a me. Yeah. Uh, it was it's great it was so nice uh liquor dog treats dog what are the ones that boyfriend really liked true snacks true 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 chews so somebody brought us a bag of snacks called true chews because the boyfriend's off banana bread now yeah we tried somebody did bring us banana bread which i ate some of boyfriend won't eat it yeah we're not off it um he's so it's so hard to get him to eat and so we're kind of down to anything and somebody brought us this bag of snacks called True Chews, and it's like chicken pot pie flavor. And he ate the whole bag yesterday. They're like little cakes of chicken. Yeah, they pie. look like teen little pot pies. He loved those. Oh, he loved them. So I've now ordered a bunch more from Amazon. But you can't predict, right? We tried to give him some actual chicken tonight, and he was like, mm, he ate like half good. a yeah. can of chicken. It's. And he'll eat, there'll be a thing where it's like he eats it nonstop. Oh, the banana bread, right? He yeah. was eating nonstop, and then one day he doesn't want it anymore. And, 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 and I mean, you put it in his face, and he turns away. Like yeah. he, it, you, I mean, I'm interpreting a little bit, but you can kind of tell it makes him sick to think about yeah. it. Poor boy. Yeah. Maybe we should start him back on the anti-nausea medicine. Maybe that'll help. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But that was sort of losing effectiveness, too, right? He was being like this with the anti-nausea Yeah, no, medicine. for sure. Uh, so anyway, always good to find... Something boyfriend will eat. Yeah. So that was a great one. Um, But yeah, we had a really good time at the show. Obviously, like the travel part was pretty epic. Uh, The girls had a great time and they have slept all day today on Sunday. They are, uh, they are zonked. They're like, oh my God, you guys, the last two days, this has been quite a thing. A thousand people pet me yesterday. (laughs) Like literally a thousand people. I like people. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we don't have another live show planned. And, and part of it is the travel is hard. It's it hard really to, is hard. Not for, not for us as much, but also but also the dogs, right? I mean, it is, you know, Queso got pushed up and down, carried a lot up and down, a lot of trestles and stairs mm-hmm. over the weekend, and it was a lot for her and, and everyone. Especially for her. It's hard. And it's yeah. hard for all of us if we have to do an overnight. Like, we stayed in an Airbnb, which is perfectly fine. It's always a, always a story with an Airbnb, though. <laughs> no. It's always a freaking car story. got blocked in. So I always try to rent the whole house because I don't want to deal with other people. Yeah, and isn't there an option? Like there, it's a like box. a filter on Airbnb. Have the whole place to don't yourself. Don't want freaking neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I put, and we ended up in the basement of a kind of three-flat where the upper part was rented to somebody else. And there's a garage, and there's two spots in the garage, and the woman who rents is, like, very clear, leave space for the other car, 
you each get a spot in there. You get half a garage. It's you like not an unstandard setup. Yeah. So we pulled in. We took half the garage. And then the other person pulled their car in front of the garage and parked like horizontally in front of the door, yeah. blocking like both across sides. across the garage door. Yeah. Blocking both sides. Both our minivan that we yep. rented and the empty side. And the empty side. Guys, and what's up with this? So we were going to take the dogs. So at the, the Athenaeum Theater is actually on the grounds of... A Catholic church um, and they were doing a blessing of the pets on Friday and so we were like oh we'll take the dogs to the blessing of the pets yeah and our car was blocked in the garage and we saw the guys like these it was a bunch of bros they were perfectly nice but like kind of frat boy types five or six guys yeah and I was like is that your car parked across the front and the guy that I talked to I think was a little embarrassed by it he's like I think it's one of the other guys upstairs and I'm like okay I'll tell Joey. Yeah. And so ended up, you know, having to text the Airbnb person. And she, of course, is mortified and was yelling at them. But they had then been out. And so it did eventually get moved. But it's like annoying. And then the dogs are restless in Airbnbs overnight like they're fine and they don't know what smells there are they don't know what sounds there are it's a a different environment yeah they want to protect that's right so they're kind of up all night walking around so then we're up all night um and this happens like the one we stay at in savannah there i mean one time we i think i was there by myself with them and uh dear dad what let me let me explain what just happened as we've been telling the story. Jared has peeled a hard-boiled <laughs> egg, and he just gave half of it to Queso, who, may I remind you, is on a diet and needs oh, to lose 10 she pounds. Needs, she used up a lot of energy. You brought her over right now to give her the egg. She was not hungry. It's love. Oh, my God. The egg. This is why she's fat. Symbolizes now. love and actually is giving Stop love. Stop giving her egg. Well. Did somebody... Uh, several people sent low-calorie snacks specifically labeled for GR Dad's snack habit. I am sharing this egg with Queso. <laughs> this, I didn't open this for Queso. What did you open it for? The egg was lying on the table. I opened it. <laughs> <laughs> got hard-boiled eggs lying around occasionally. Huh, how, who like, put that there? I get it? Uh, you know, I don't know, someone <laughs> who wasn't you. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, the Airbnb is always a little bit of a trial. And uh, so for future live shows, like, that's a real consideration. Like, it's stress on all seven of us to do overnights. Uh, and, you know, the long drives are hard. Like, we do them down to Florida, but uh, it sucks then, too. So, And we don't actually have access to just, like, permanent private plane service. No. Uh, and it will be a long time before I actually have time to get my license. So, Yeah. So right now, no other shows. There are no cr- scheduled. We yeah. love doing them, uh, but it is—it's a lot on the dogs and, and, and everyone. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think if there's one in the future, we certainly will consider doing another one here in Maryland, like next summer. Yeah. Um, we also might do one in Orlando, just because like it's sort of on the way up from the Keys. So if yeah. we sort of schedule it when we would be coming up from the Keys back to DC. Like, we do have an Airbnb, but it wouldn't be a ton of extra driving. We just sort of would stop in Orlando, do the show, and then, like, continue on our way. Yeah, and, of course, we have to find – I mean, these two venues we found are ideal. They're, they lo- yeah. they're good with dogs. They're yeah. encouraging of dogs. Um, they have good space outside for a meetup and stuff. But we So it's, it's a bit – we're a bit 
extra in our demands or our requests. Yeah, but look, like you guys come because you want to meet the dogs. Yep. And if we didn't have space for a meetup, it's not worth doing. No, that's right. We really need that. Um, and just finding a theater that'll let the dogs on stage is tricky. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, if you know of a theater that seats about seven hundred fifty to nine hundred in Orlando, that allows uh, dogs. That allows dogs. Like a lot of dogs. Hit me up, and uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. One other thing I just want to chime in here, though, uh, is that I've been feeling a little attacked lately. So GR Dad had shared with me this uh, this video about ope, which is a word that we Midwesterners say. Uh, it's sort of like a... It's like oops. oops. But it's also like ope. hey or whoa or I don't know. It has ope. a few meanings. It's kind of a mistake. Uh, I it's say also an excuse me sometimes. Oh, yeah, if you run into someone, you go, oh, I say it all the time. I didn't even really know it was a thing. And there's all this stuff out there about things Midwesterners say that I didn't even know were things. So I was there's this great video on the school of Ope. (laughs) And uh, uh, I'll try to link it in the description. (laughs) It's like, when in doubt, ope it out. (laughs) Oops, sorry, which I say all the time. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I say ope all the time you when I'm from Minnesota, but you're definitely, yeah. you know, Midwestern. And so I had kind of gotten over the ope video, and then somebody had posted like, "We keep talking about ope, but what about the classic response?" So if someone, like, if you bump into someone and they go, "Ope, sorry," you go, "Oh no, you're fine." And I'm like, "God damn it!" I totally say, "Oh no, you're fine." Oh no, you're fine, all the time. And so GR Dad has started sending me more of this stuff. And he sent me one today. So the Twitter account that this comes from is Midwestern underscore OPE. O-P-E. And it was Speak Midwestern 101. And it has these phrases. So if someone says, no, yeah, that means yes. If someone says, yeah, no, that means no. And I'm like, I don't need these translated. I know exactly what this means. It sounds even more logical when you really hear it in real life. And then I got upset because it said, yeah, no, for sure. And I'm like, (laughs) damn it. I say, yeah, no, for sure, all the time. Which is a yes. No problem. It means like, definitely. Yeah, no, No, for sure. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then they have, yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry, but unfortunately the answer is yes. And you say that like, yeah, no, yeah. And then, no, yeah, no, which is, oh, no, you got nothing to worry about. Where it's like, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm so upset about this. You feel seen. And then, so I was scrolling through this today. I was like, oh, damn it. Like, I keep going, I do that too. Things you didn't even know you did. Things they, I didn't even know. They know, know, they know you do. Yeah. Yeah. And like, not some of these get a little Minnesotan, like, oh, yeah, you betcha. We don't say that in Illinois. Uh, or at least I... My people don't say that. Like that's that's Vink oh. and a new shark toy, by the way. Yes, people gave us a whole bunch of like smaller shark toys in addition to the blow highs. Squeak, uh, squeak, squeak. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of stuff about weather, but we found one video on uh, mid like driving school in the Midwest, <laughs> and uh, the best part of it was that it's like. Okay, that's the second Culver's we've passed. We don't pass three Culver's, like, pull in here. <laughs> uh, so for those of you who are not familiar, Culver's, I think the official, Culver's is a restaurant with a drive through And I believe their full name is, like, Culver's Butter Burgers and Frozen Custard. Nice. So they have burgers with butter on them. And 
frozen custard, frozen custard is so good. Yeah. Their frozen custard is really good. And they're going through the drive-thru. And I had to keep telling Gia Dad, I'm like, that's not an actress that they have doing the <laughs> drive-thru. They're actually in the drive-thru. And they're like, yeah, you got any walleye? And she's like, no, we don't have it. We're going to have it back for you Lent. You got any in the back there? You got, you got any in the there? back? And she's like, no, sorry, we don't have any in the back. And he's like, all right, well, we'll take some cheese curds. And she's like, okay, a couple orders of cheese curds. And I'm like, man, the damn it <laughs> i feel attacked and then there is some driving schoolers like oh if you don't wave then they'll just think you're from chicago yeah wave to are you gonna merge in here like put your hand out or put your hand out. all right now wave to him put your hand up and wave if you don't wave they're gonna think you're from chicago <laughs> <laughs> so That's anyway good. shout out to midwestern underscore ope for making me feel both seen and attacked at the same time uh it's just, I don't know if this stuff has been up there. In yeah, your head? no, for sure. <laughs> in your head? No, just like if the internet has been pointing oh, out yeah. these know. sort of Midwesternisms and I've just never seen the it. School of Ope was one of our first uh, revelations. When yeah. in doubt, Ope it out. Ope is great. And now, of course, I notice myself saying it all the time. <laughs> I know, you're so self-conscious about it. We went to, the, went to the movies this afternoon, and I was coming out of the bathroom, and someone else was coming in, and so we, like, almost ran into each other, and I was like, Ope, sorry. And I was ah. like, ah, I did it. I did it again. Yeah. Dear Dad, I just did an Ope. But you noticed this weekend, right, when we were in Chicago, oh, there yeah. was a lot of Ope going on. Yeah, like a lot of when dogs were cutting them off. Ope, 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 almost stepped on hops. Ope, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I just want to point out Oops, that I sorry. Attacked. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Oops, sorry. They do get it actually wrong in the School of Ope video. They say, Ope before sorry except after G's. <laughs> like, <laughs> I before you except after C's. But then they go, yeah, Ope before sorry except after G's. And then they say you would say that, sorry, G's, Ope. And that's incorrect. You'd say, Ope, G's, sorry. You always say Ope first, I think. The Ope is always first because it's a sort of an expression of surprise. Like, exclamation. Like, whoa and yeah, yeah. oops. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, geez, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'd say that. Anyway, I just wanted to put out there that I feel a little attacked by the internet. Because uh, they got you pegged. God, I mean, especially with, I was like, all right, so I say the Ope. I say, oh, no, you're fine. But then. Yeah, the, no, yeah. The, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Because oh, I've, sure. I've noticed the for sure, like when I listen to the podcast, I'm like, oh, I say like, yeah, no, for sure, a lot. And I didn't realize it was a thing like That's this. So good. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. You're more original <laughs> than I, than even I thought. <sighs> My Midwesternism. You can take the girl out of Illinois, but you can't take Illinois out of the girl. Why would you want to? It's good. It's a good place. I guess. Uh, they also have a thing on here that's like, Stop saying bad things about Midwestern states. And it's like, Iowa is beautiful. Wisconsin is epic. Majestic. Minnesota yeah. is majestic. Good. Illinois. Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Florida Keys story. Do we have, was there anything good? There's another guy with too many fashion, mangrove snappers. A lot of snappers, man. Don't quit catching snappers. You can have snappers. five mangrove snappers that's it five is the bag limit but they gotta be the right size and they gotta guys. be over like 11 inches or something they gotta be of size and the right number stop catching so many you're gonna go to jail yeah we did see a photo of a square grouper recently yes some guy did catch a square grouper like up in the upper keys right these mm -hmm. are closer to miami usually it's like often yeah if you, if you do it 
in the lower keys, and you still have to drive the freaking drugs all the way up, which is risky. I think the Coast Guard may come to you if you call them. No, I just mean for a drug dealer, right? Oh, you, yeah. You want it to be closer to Miami, probably, because it's shorter distances. That's true. Though we were watching Bloodline. So yeah. I, I watch Bloodline mostly like just for the keys imagery. The scenery is spot. I mean, they filmed it, it in that, the keys. That, yeah, they do a good job of capturing it. Yeah. Uh, but there was one episode that I, I had sort of put them on, just kind of have in the background so I can see the scenery. And there's one episode where there's like a drug drop coming, and they're going to do it on Sugarloaf Key, oh. which is where we live in the Lower Keys. And I was like, Dear Dad, Dear Dad, they're going to do the drug drop on Sugarloaf Key. It's odd. It's very exciting. Yeah, it is. It, that's a. It's very grim. It's got the coach from Friday Night Lights, but he's like a much more complicated, not all good character in this. Yeah, no, it's it's a good show. But he's a great actor. I mean, that, yeah. it's a well acted, but not a happy show. No, very dramatic. Yeah, family drama. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no big stories from the keys so far this week. Uh, do you have a German word of the week for us? Yeah, what did I say? Uh, Hundefänger Fahrstuhllehrer. <laughs> Hundefänger Fahrstuhllehrer was the German word of the week in the Chicago Live Show. Yeah, uh, it's the instructor at a driving school for a dog catcher. So, use it in the sentence again. Wenn ich eine gute Ausbildung mache, kann ich vielleicht Hundeschulfahrlehrer, Hundefänger Fahrschullehrer werden. Hundefänger Fahrschullehrer werden. Hundefänger Fahrschullehrer, yeah. Be a driving school for dog catchers. And it's the instructor for that. Yeah. yeah. But it's all one word, as Germans do. It's a very classic, big, long German word. Yeah. 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 Good one. Uh, anything final to add? Um, no, not this week. Great. I mean, well, uh, thank you for sharing our adventures with the live show this week. Yeah. Uh, Always nice to see people enjoying it. So it's nice good. Affirmation. Yeah. Yeah, and so good to see all of you like coming out and hanging out with us for an afternoon. We appreciate yeah. it. Of course, we don't, you know, distinguish. If you just listen to the podcast and read Twitter, we love you too. That's great. Yeah. Send send us a tweet. Yay! I read them all. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, and even then, don't bite too hard. Bye. Bye.